0: Greetings from northern Indiana, and welcome to the 4Cats and Plaid show. (sighs) I hope your week's been a decent week, Plaid Cat fans. This week, we'll see how last week's fantasy starters for Team 4-Cats and Plaid performed. We'll also talk about the Colts' loss to Seattle. Actually, I'm just going to do that right now in a very brief fashion. Carson and offense looked decent, but Seattle just simply outplayed us. The Hoosiers beat Idaho. We kind of expected that. And this week we have a very big opportunity. Noon kickoff. We're playing Cincinnati. Now why would I call this one a big opportunity? Cincinnati's a group of five school that's highly rated. Or scratch that they're a soon to be power 5 school cause in the process of preparing the show and doing the show last week BYU Cincinnati Houston and one more school if I remember correctly, UCF announced that they will be joining the Big 12, and that vote has happened, and they will all be joining within the next few years. You know, kind of like how Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC recently, although they won't be playing in the SEC barring anything unusual till about 2025. And that's okay. I just hope everybody outside of Alabama stomps a mud hole in them and I'll walk it dry. Like Boise State did to Oklahoma. <laughs> I understand the last couple episodes got a little more political than some of you may have anticipated just understand I had a lot on my mind and was trying to process what was going on with you the listener just know I truly do care for you and respect how you want to address the issues in our world even if we are on opposite sides now to the real stuff Sadly our fantasy football team came up on the short end of the stick 150.9 to 146.2. Your host legitimately left points on the table. at quarterback. Lamar Jackson got 17 points. Whereas on my bench I had Matthew Stafford who in a winning effort against the Chicago Bears went 20 of 26 for 321 yards and 3 3- touchdowns my running backs were pretty pedestrian but hopefully that will be dealt with this weekend My my players of the week my two standouts Or Tyreek Hill, who had one carry for four yards and caught 11 passes for 197 yards and one touchdown for a total of 37.1 points in a winning effort against the Cleveland Browns. My other standout was Amari Cooper, who had 13 catches for 139 yards and two tutties, and that got him 38.9 points. My tight end, George Kittle, put in solid tight end work, a little less than I had anticipated, but it was still respectful work. My kicker and defense last week, Rodrigo Blankenship of the Colts, and the Colts defense, they did not do so hot in the loss to Seattle. Like I said, the Colts just simply got outplayed. Whereas for this week, this week, We've got a new, a slightly modified game plan. This week I'm slated to be the, a very serious underdog. And I'm just going to have to live with that. This time around, leading the kids into battle is going to be Matthew Stafford. Starting running backs will be Devin Singletary and Naein Hines. In the flu in one of my flex spots will be Najee Harris. Wide receivers are going to be Tyreek Hill, Zach Pascal, and Amari Cooper. George Kittle's going to be my tight end. I'm retaining Rodrigo Blankenship for kicking duties because the Colts kicker is almost always going to be the team for cats and plaid kicker. And this week I have chosen to bench the Colts because the Colts will be playing the St. Louis Rams held in captivity by Los Angeles And simply that's just, looks like a bad matchup. So I've acquired the services of the Bears defense to go against Cincinnati. (laughs) I I think we might have an upset special in our hands. I could be wrong. I do not know we just have to simply see the games be played okay We're going to look at Indiana's win against Idaho. Interesting. I'm looking at this. from the way it looks Indiana's gone in more of a rush heavy direction because combined quarterback play for Indiana quarterbacks Michael Penix Jr. and Jack Tuttle they threw for a combined 13 of 20, and it looks like Penix threw for 68 yards and Jack Tuttle threw for 91, which would be for a combined 159 yards. Whereas Indiana's... And counting this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rushers with positive yards. With one man, USC transfer Stephen Carr getting 22 carries for 118 yards, and a tutty. Tutty means touchdown. <laughs> uh, the receivers. Potential NFL prospect, type Freifogel, had five catches for 29 yards, Eh, that's a bit disappointing. You would have thought he'd have gotten more yardage, but maybe the defenses were keying in. And then the guy who got the most yards is A.J. Barner, who had one catch for 76 yards and a tutty. Uh, so the way it looks here the quarterbacks through for a combined three touchdowns panics one through two jack toddle through one and the running backs end up with two touchdowns on their own with panics getting one as a quarterback on the ground. The defense recorded one sack and no picks. Defense needs to step it up a little further. (laughs) And apparently, however... There were two punt returns for touchdowns. That's crazy. When you get multiple special teams touchdowns, that's a pretty good job. Now you've got a... Big opportunity against Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's the number eight team in the land. Indiana started out as the 17th. Lost to Iowa and has not been back in the rating since. Let's see what the odds are saying. (sighs) Most everybody is favoring Cincinnati in this game. We'll see about that. And then next week, Cincinnati plays Touchdown Jesus. We'll see. We will definitely see. We're just going to keep it short and sweet to the point this week. Thank you for listening. Be excellent to each other. And home is where the Shire is.